Hello, welcome into another edition of the Cattails Podcast, the official athletics podcast of Weber State University Athletics. I am Paul Grua. Glad to have you with us again today as we start another podcast. And today we'll talk with a Weber State Hall of Famer, as well as a, as a current staff member in Megan Tennell. Uh, and we're going to get an update on, on how things are at Weber State Athletics and what the last little stretch has been like during this pandemic, as well as looking forward. And plus get to know Megan a little bit in her new role as the Associate Athletics Director and the Senior Woman Administrator. Megan, it is great to talk with you. And let's start with the most recent events because it has been something obviously for everyone that no one has experienced. But when it comes to athletics, uh, it, is, it has been such a, a unique time. And maybe you can help explain what Weber State has been doing in the last six weeks or so in, in connection with the student athletes and trying to, to kind of figure out everything that's going on. Oh, certainly. I, I think that like every other entity in the world, we are adjusting as we go, for sure. Um, it's been important to us for, from the beginning to be advocating for our student athletes and to try to make sure that they are continuing to have the best experience that they possibly can. As everybody knows, there has been, there's been a lot of um, really unfortunate byproducts of this whole pandemic and one of them is, is the effect that it's had, particularly on the spring sport athletes. But, you know, as an athletic department, it's been really, it's been a really great thing for me in this role to see how, how coaches have stepped up, how even student athletes have stepped up, how we've seen some things happen that, that haven't had to happen in the past, but people are, are rising to the occasion. And I've been really proud to be a part of this and to watch how people have, have come together and adjusted. Now, Megan, of course, is a former Weber State student athlete, a star on the soccer team uh, from 1998 to 2001. And we're going to get into all that history. And she's a member of the Hall of Fame as well. But, you know, try to put yourself into a role as a student athlete. What do you feel like they would be going through, especially those seniors in the spring sports? What do you think uh, their experience is like? Well, yeah, I was a student athlete. And, and while that seems a lifetime ago, I do remember what it was like to have to give everything you have, you know, from a time standpoint, from a physical standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, to, to be your best at something. And, and then having the opportunity to coach for as many years as I did, you know, I, I got to know these athletes really well and know what was important to them. And I, I can't imagine myself being in that place and having that stripped away. I just don't think anybody really can wrap their minds around what that's like, what that would be like for these athletes. It's, you know, it's, it's everything that they work for. It's every, it's, it's who they become as people at this point in their lives. And to not have that has been, it's certainly been an adjustment. It's so my, my heart goes out to all of them and, and there's nothing we can do to make it better entirely, but we've certainly tried to stay in communication and, and to, you know, improve small things to at least help you have spearheaded a lot of these things and a couple things that, that we can let our, our fans know that, that you've been doing is, is a weekly town hall for designed specifically for the student athletes as well as, as staff and coaches. Mm -hmm. And also a, a thoughtful Thursday with, with Riley Jensen, who's our, our sports psychologist. And maybe explain a little bit about what those two things have accomplished and how you're trying to communicate with, with the athletes. Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, Typically, if a student athlete has a question, they'll stop by the offices and find one of us. You know, we're pretty available. And so having everybody off campus and, and not having that same accessibility, we were concerned and wanted to make sure that our student athletes felt that they had access to information. Because right now, 
you know, information changes from day to day. So, um, you know, we decided as an administration to, to do that town hall on Mondays. And sometimes we've had a lot of people jump on. Sometimes it's only 30, but every single week we've had some questions from student athletes and we have, you know, pretty much our entire administration on that panel in a live zoom meeting where student athletes can either, um, anonymously or not can ask questions and, and get answers as best as we can answer them. Um, the thoughtful Thursday, as you mentioned, Riley Jensen is a sports psychologist who works closely with Weber state athletics and does some individual one-on-one -on -one things with our athletes, does some team things with our teams. Um, he's fantastic. And I reached out to him, you know, cause Tim Crompton, uh, athletic director and myself, we had, we'd been talking about the, um, you know, just the potential for so many negative emotional ramifications from this, this, this whole, this whole thing. And so reached out to Riley and he was thrilled to do it. And so every Thursday he has, you know, a 20 minute or so segment where he gives some information to the student athletes that's helpful in some way. And then they're able to ask him questions and we record those and make them available um, later to, to students and coaches as well. But, you know, I've been, I've been really glad that that's available whether or not they take advantage of it we're doing the best that we can to try to stay engaged you know it's interesting uh as you try to do that and, and there's so many questions that have come up from academics to what does this mean for my eligibility to when can we get into the weight room and when can we practice to what will the fall look like and tim has has said as well that sometimes i feel bad because i don't know the answers to, to most of the questions right. but the reality is that we don't know what what things are going to look like but it has given you a form at least to try to, to address some of those questions and what are some of the most common questions that you get asked right now from athletes and coaches as well? You know, I think that by large, the, the most frequent question we get is when can we start practicing again? Or when can we get back to campus? When can we get in the weight room? They just want to work. And I know that a lot of them have found some creative ways to try to stay uh, in shape and, and do some things at home on their own, but they're just chomping at the bit to get back in the weight room and, and, you know, there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. And, you know, Tim, Tim and I have had the opportunity to work together for 15 years and, and know each other really well. And I feel really happy for these athletes that they have an athletic director who, you know, at the core of all things, he cares about student athletes. He cares about their experience. He's an advocate behind the scenes. And, you know, in some ways we're limited by what the, the state government says um, but we've got great university leadership as well. And we're addressing those questions as they come. And, and we're hopeful going forward that, uh, you know, eventually we can, we can get our student athletes back on campus. He and you and, and others, of course, uh, talk frequently with, with the university leadership, with the task force that the university has set up. I think we're all kind of in the same boat where we're not really sure what things are, are going to be like. Now, as you start into May, we get a, a few restrictions lifted a little bit, at least through the state. But Still so many questions, and, and we get this asked a lot, too, is what's it going to look like in the fall? What are we going to have? Are we going to have fans? Are we going to have, you know, a regular schedule? And the reality is, unfortunately, at this point, we still don't know. But, but as far as the university, I think we're certainly planning on, on being back uh, to the best we can until, I guess, things change. Is that correct? That, that's correct. The university is planning a normal fall semester. Uh, as of now, we're planning to have fall sports and, and have chosen to remain optimistic throughout this whole thing. Do we know, you know, conclusively that that's what's going to happen? Of course not. Nobody knows for certain, but we're, we're planning uh, and operating as if that's going to happen. And certainly things will look different than they ever have in the past. 
But, you know, like I said, ultimately, we want to be able to get our student athletes back on campus so that they can start to have the experiences again that, that, that they need to be having. I mean, that's, like I said, that's who they are. That's their life. That's, that's what drives them. And we just really, we're just hopeful that that can happen sooner than later. For you, who just transitioned into this role not long, not long ago, this has certainly been a, uh, an interesting way to kind of get going here with, with something like this that we've never experienced before. And what have you learned the most as, as you've moved toward ad- administration? That's a good question. You know, I've said, I've said to a couple people recently that, yes, so this is, I'm new, to, I'm new to administration, and I've said to a couple people that I guess there's no better way to know whether or not you can swim than to just dive in head first. So, so um, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm figuring out now. But it's been, it's been a really great experience, and I think for me on a personal level, it's just given me the opportunity to really – be able to step up into some leadership roles and to be able to help make some decisions. And, you know, like you said, we've all had to generate ideas. So I've had the opportunity to, to generate some ideas, to bring them to the other administrators and, and get some things going. And I, I don't know that that would have happened in the same capacity in a normal year. And so I guess on a personal level, it's been good for me. It's been good to be able to just um, to find my place and get my feet under me and, and feel comfortable in this role. Um, certainly this is not how I would have chosen for it to go, but you know what? That's part of life. We don't, we don't necessarily get to choose the direction, but we're making the most of it. Absolutely. It'll be interesting, you know, several months or years down the line when you look back on this time and, and see how things were and what we learned. And hopefully we don't experience anything like this again, but, no but, it, but it's definitely uh, some things that we can learn. And and, you know, some things that, that will even be better, I think, from, you know, in a general state. A lot of people will adapt some things during this time that will do better. We've all gotten pretty good at these Zoom calls, right? You know? yeah, there's, yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I do think that there will be some long-term changes as a result, which, which is okay. You know, I think every, yeah. everyone's learning that uh, you're, I guess the things that we've prioritized as the most important maybe have shuffled over the last eight weeks. Yeah, well, well said. And, you know, even from, from a coaching standpoint, from recruiting to how they do things like, like this, like we said about the Zoom meetings and uh, virtual tours of campus and mm-hmm. the NCAs changing things. I mean, I, I believe, I, I agree with you, there will be some ramifications that will change and, and for the better uh, as you look at, at how you do things. Well, and Megan, Megan now, again, is the Associate Athletics Director and Senior Woman Administrator for Weaver State Athletics. She was an interim in this role and officially uh, named to the position in February, right before all these things got going. Uh, in her role, she's responsible for student athlete support services and also has some specific sports supervision and assists with academics and NCAA compliance. She is a member of the Weber State Athletics Hall of Fame and uh, was a star on the Weber State soccer team, as I said, in, in 1998 to 2001, and then coached for a long time. Uh, in, in coaching soccer. So we'll, we'll get into all those things as well. But let, let's explain your role a little bit more of what, an, uh, especially the senior woman administrator and, and an associate AD, and, and what kind of things do you, uh, in, in maybe more specifics of what you do on a, on a regular daily basis? Sure. Well, you know, I, I learn new things that I do on a daily basis as the weeks go by. So that's, so yeah. We, there's lots of the boring admin stuff that goes on for sure. I think that um, 
the best part of my job, my favorite part is that I, I still do get to have interaction with the student athletes. I, I become um, a liaison, if you will, between lots of entities on lower campus and our athletic department. I am able to help oversee student athlete wellness and to funnel them to proper resources when they, when they, need, when they need things. Um, we've got some things in place like uh, a new platform called Game Plan that we use with our student athletes that uh, provides them with some um, access to online modules that various types of, of help for student athletes. And I, and I am able to help coordinate that with our academic advisement team. Um, so, you know, just a variety of things. I feel like I get to be in a lot of places. Uh, and like you said, some sports supervision as well have, have really gotten to know uh, the coaches that I work with on a different level. And that's been, that's been really good because we were colleagues for many, many years. And I did, you know, it's a concern to go from working as a colleague with somebody and then, and then having to technically be their boss, but they've all been great. And we had great relationships before this and it's, it's uh, evolved, in my opinion, into just, um, you know, great relationships and open lines of communication. And so, you know, those are, those are some aspects of the job. You work constantly with other uh, fellow administrators around the big sky, as Correct. well as the NCAA, right? And, and you're on conference calls, of course, with, with all of them, uh, involved in making decisions on, on what happens, you know, and different legislation and so forth. Uh, you also, as you said, you, you, you kind of help over the student athlete well-being. And I, I think there's more maybe than people realize that goes on behind the scenes about trying to make sure that the athletes have an experience. Really, that's ultimately what, what this, this job and what we're all here for, right, is, is for, for our student athletes and, and how we can help them from, a, from an academic side as well as to the, to the sports side and everything else. So what are some more things that, that you, you and, and as administration try to do to to make sure their experience is the best it can be? Well, you know, I think that that's just a collective effort. We have some really great um, leadership in the department and the ability to, you know, do things like your group works on, like the Waldo Awards that will present to student athletes and, and the opportunity for them to um, be part of the academic awards banquet. Um, we have a great academic services team you know and each student athlete is assigned an advisor and so I get to have you know some minimal part in all of that um, but you know I think I think that it's also been good to, to come from this role having been a coach and to see you know these are things that that really worked and these are things that I maybe would like to see happen and so there, there's just been some I guess some good perspective and some good conversations, but certainly I can't take the individual credit for any of those things. We have, like I said, we have a great staff and lots of people that have fantastic ideas. Um, but like, like you already mentioned, really the student athlete experience and making sure that, that that's a positive one for them, that's really kind of the root of, of everything we do. Yeah, for sure. You, you coach for a long, long time, as you said, and we'll, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, but what was administration or moving, maybe moving, transitioning into that? Was that something you thought about for a while? It is something I've, I've thought about for a while. I feel like I had a, I, I personally felt like I had a different skill set um, that I didn't quite get to tap into in, as in a coaching role as much as I would have liked. And not that I didn't enjoy coaching. I loved coaching and, and that required a, a different set of skills, but this is a challenge that I, 
yeah, that I looked toward for several years and, and hoped that I would eventually have the opportunity for sure. Yeah, that's great. I hope, uh, I hope that it's something that, that you've enjoyed it. And you have a different perspective, having been an athlete as well as a coach and now an administrator. I think, like you said, you can kind of see, having seen all three of those roles, what, what you like and what you don't, and maybe some things that you've seen that can help and uh, a different perspective for sure. Sure. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about coaching. Well, actually, let's start, let's start at the very beginning, right? Why not? You, <laughs> you came to Weber State uh, in 1998 as a, as a soccer player uh, and, and as a freshman helped lead the Wildcats to their to Big Sky title, the first one in 1998. Um, and as you look back on your career, again, a Hall of Fame career, tremendous player, defensive MVP in the Big Sky and, and a tremendous career as a, as a, as a goalkeeper. What, what are your favorite memories as you look back on your playing career? Oh, wow. You know, there's, there's a lot of good memories. I, I hope the student athletes recognize that there's, there's so many things that will happen to them in their four years that they'll take with them for the rest of their lives. Um, just nothing else in life quite extracts that the same way. And as you just referenced, probably one of my favorite soccer memories was winning that Big Sky Championship in 1998. You know, coming in as a freshman, um, I didn't really know what to expect and, and ended up as a starter. And and got to experience that kind of pressure. And I don't know that I really wrapped my mind around a lot of it at the beginning, you know, because we start practice in August and we're playing for that championship at the beginning of November. So it's a pretty short turnaround, but um, that was, that was exciting. That was the, you know, a, a big, that was a big thing for Weber state soccer at the time, because that was only the third year that we'd been an NCAA program. And you know, I think that that really kind of started, um, you know, maybe maybe the opportunity to, to kind of stamp our names on the game and put us on the map a little bit and generate some recruiting going forward. So that was, yeah, I'll never forget that. That was an overtime, an overtime game in the championship and um, quite an amazing experience for sure. Yeah. Uh, you still rank as the career leader in saves and shutouts in Weber State history, which is pretty impressive. Did you always want to be a goalkeeper growing up? Is that what you Like lots of other kids, I started playing AYSO when I was five years old. Um, I have an older brother. He's four years older than I am, and he, he played goalkeeper. And I've never really asked him why he started playing because he was just he, – he just was a super athlete. And I watched him play and he kind of just, at least at the time, the perception of goalkeepers was maybe a little bit um, different than it is now. And he, in my mind, changed that because he was fast and he, he was athletic and he could jump. And I remember thinking, I want to be like that. I want to do that. So, you know, when I was really little, six, seven and eight, every time the coach would say, who wants to play goalkeeper? It was always me. I always wanted to step in goal. And so, yes, ever since I was very, very young, <laughs> That's what I, what I wanted to do. And I was, I, I guess I was blessed enough to, to be good at it because I, I, I don't think that honestly, Paul, I don't, I never really envisioned myself playing college soccer until quite late. So hmm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's it like as a goalkeeper? I mean, I think we've all played at different levels, you know, just kind of playing that, but the pressure is probably more than any position I would think that you've got that pressure, like you've got to, you've got to make the difference for sometimes uh, for the, for the team. What's that, what's that mentality like as a goalkeeper? Oh, there's no doubt. I, I I've said as a coach many times, 
you know, there's, it, it takes a special personality to be a goalkeeper because you are the one, if you, if you make a mistake, you know, that can result in the loss of a game. If somebody else makes a mistake, there's always somebody else to, to clean it up behind them. So yes, it's a high pressure position. Um, but I, I don't know. I, it was always something that just really drove me. Like I, if I ended up as the goalkeeper in a, in a shootout situation, I loved it. I loved it. Like that's the kind of pressure that just, I just would thrive under, under situations like that. And I don't know why, I don't know why that is, but um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a position where you have to be comfortable with some pressure for sure. Good. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a neat thing. Well, and obviously again, what an outstanding career as a player that, that you were inducted into the hall of fame in, in 2016. What was that? What did that mean to you to become a, a member of the Weber State hall of fame? Well, you know, I think that it means a lot more to me than I can probably put into words because I've been connected with Weber state um, other than a three-year hiatus where I left to go teach high school for, for three years. I've, I've been connected with Weber State since 1998. Um, and so, yeah, to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, like that, you know, that, that meant something to me just, just because I have such a respect for this athletic department and this institution and I've had such a positive experience here that um, being a part of that just, I mean, that was, that was exciting for me. That was um, – you know, a little intimidating. I was, I was there with some pretty high name athletes and, <laughs> but, but it was, it was good. It's, it's good because, because I love the school. I love the athletic department. And, and so, yeah, it was a really great opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Well-deserved. Really not, you know, soccer, as you mentioned, is, is a fairly new sport, really only what, 25 years or so that, that we've had soccer at Weber State. And, and uh, obviously you know, not, not a lot of soccer member, members of the Hall of Fame, so well-deserved well honor for sure. You graduated in 2001 from Weber State with a degree in English and Spanish teaching. So at, at that time, what did you want to do with your life? <laughs> I, had, I had zero, zero <laughs> intention of ever coaching. That's zero. Never, never even thought about it. No, I mean, I, you know, it's not that I didn't – it's not that I was opposed to it. It just was not the direction I thought I'd go. You know, academics – I, I was I was actually on an academic scholarship that paid for my tuition when I was when I was a player and and school's always been really important to me and I always just I've, I love to learn and teaching I just felt was a good fit for me so in reality that's what I thought I was going to do with the rest of my life was to teach high school and and I loved that experience in fact well I'd been I'd been at the high school for a matter of weeks before the varsity soccer coach called me and he said why aren't you helping me coach <laughs> this was at mountain crest high school right yeah it was at mountain crest i said well i, I mean I, I can help you coach if you'd like so i got involved there right away with their soccer program and was an assistant for two years and then took over as the head coach my third year there um but no i didn't i didn't have the intention to coach and it just it just kind of it just kind of fell into my lap and I thought, you know what, I'll try this out. I'll try this out for a couple of years and see how I like it. My intention was to get a master's degree and then move on from coaching. But obviously coaching, was <laughs> it was something. That I enjoyed. <laughs> so three years is uh, at Mountain Crest, obviously you taught school there plus coached, correct? Correct. Yeah. So then what happened and how did you work your way back to Weber State? Well, the longtime um, head coach, head coaches, well, Lynn Kofed and Tom Woody Watana were, were co-head coaches when I was a player. 
and Lynn finally retired and had brought Tim Crompton on um, as, as an assistant. And, and then he was an interim head coach. And, and so in that whole transition, I knew Tim, not well, but I knew Tim because he had been a, a, a player coach and then a coach of the men's club team at Weber State. And he owned a soccer shop in Ogden. So I knew who he was. And <laughs> honestly, I walked into his shop one day and this was as he was transitioning into the head coaching role. And he said, I've been meaning to call you. <laughs> and the rest is history. So <laughs> isn't that funny? And now you look at the two of you, you know, and have you been together for so long? That's right. That's neat. Yeah. So you became an assistant coach here and you spent 14 seasons as an right. assistant coach. Right. That's a long time. And, and it helped Weber State to three big sky titles and two trips to the NCAAs and, uh, and also served as, as the interim head coach uh, uh, last year for the soccer team. Coaching, I mean, what, what were your favorite aspects and favorite parts of, of coaching? Oh, wow. You know, I think it's easily, easily, I, 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 two things, two things. The relationship that, that you develop with the players is something that, you know, it's just, it's not something that you gain in a setting as a club coach or as a high school coach. I mean, you become, you know, almost like, you know, a parent and an advocate and, and a, someone who they, they talk to about things way beyond this, the, the soccer. And so um, that relationship with the athletes is certainly a driving force to what, you know, what, what is important about coaching to me. And the second thing is that, you know, as a collegiate player, the experience that you have, the feeling you have of playing in a championship game of, of knowing that, 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 you know, it's on the line. If you don't win, if you don't, if your team doesn't score a goal, if you don't keep it out of the back of the net, it just can't describe what that's like. And the next best thing to doing that as a player is, is to be able to experience that as a coach. Um, it's not quite the same, but, but it's in the, it's in the same ballpark, you know, it's just that feeling of being able to have camaraderie as a staff and as a team and, and to do something together. Um, those are things that, in my opinion, you just can't really get anywhere else uh, besides in that kind of an athletic environment. Yeah. We've been, over the last little while, obviously with no games, we've been kind of looking back on memorable games and historic moments and things. So I'm going to maybe put you on the spot, but what are a couple games or matches that stand out, memorable, memorable games uh, as your time as a player or coach? Well, <laughs> um, like I said, the 1998 championship as a player, that was a big one. And that was before Weber State – well, it was before the Big Sky Conference had an automatic um, right. NCAA tournament. So we ended that season with a win, and we didn't advance, which was a heartbreaking thing. But, you know, to end that season with a win was pretty exciting. Um, as a coach, and I think that a lot, of, a lot of us over the years have defaulted to this, but it's hard not to say it, that, you know, when we went to – the NCAA tournament in 2005 and we were able to play against BYU down at the University of Utah and won that game uh, in a shootout. That was pretty exciting. That was yeah. a, a really great night to be a part of for sure. That's the one I remember the most too. I actually called that game on the radio uh, <laughs> in 2005 <laughs> Yes, a lot. That was a long time ago, but that was a very memorable night for sure. Big, big moment for Weber State soccer. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of them. You earned a master's degree 
uh, in English in 2008, and then a second master's degree in taxation in 2018. You must like going to school. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, what can I, what can I say? You know, my father, my father is a CPA, and, and when I started college back in 1998, that was my intention. My intention was to go into accounting. And then I started in business classes and I thought that it was just the most awful and boring thing that I had ever done in my life. So I said, this is not for me. <laughs> and I made a change, but you know, I guess things come full circle and 20 years later, I, I, it's always interested me, you know? And so I basically had to do the equivalent of a, of an accounting bachelor's. And then I went on to do the master's in tax and that's been good on a lot of levels. It's always, always something that I've had some background in because I've, I've always worked for my dad. Um, but, you know, I, I, it, it gives me a better understanding of, of budgets and the way things work. And I'm not afraid of those kind of things, you know. That's, <laughs> and so, so that's been good in an administrative role. Um, the English master's degree, that was my initial intention was to get that degree and then go back to teaching high school and to be able to teach concurrent enrollment, which you have to have a master's degree to teach. Obviously, that's not the direction that I went, but, um, but that's been really good for me. You know, I, I have the opportunity to do a lot of communicating and a lot of writing in my, in my job, mostly communication and email, but um, that, so, you know, I use them to some extent, probably not the way that I intended, but, but that's okay. You know, it's always okay. that having more education is never going to hurt you. Any third master's degrees out there that you want? I think, I think I'm done. Think Although I will say that I really, I really have ambitions to complete my CPA. So do I need it? No. Does it make a lot of sense right now? Probably not. But will I do it anyway? Yeah. Cause it seems like I, I generally take that route. Well, so. uh, that's neat. So you, you can do some English, you can do some accounting, you can coach, you can be an administrator, anything you want. Megan to know those at all. Yeah. Right. right. I, don't, there you I go. don't know about that, but I just try to keep myself entertained. <laughs> Well, I appreciate your time with us here on the Cattails Podcast. It's great to get to know you. We're excited for you and your new role and, and appreciate a view of, of the, the many things that have happened during this pandemic as well. And so look forward to, to the sports getting up again. And, you know, I think people are going to appreciate, appreciate the little things when we get back to, I guess, normal life. They're, they're going to appreciate it. And, and sports will be right there on the list. Absolutely. We're excited to get back. And like I said, we're hopeful about the fall. We'll see what happens. But, but yes, us right along with everybody else will be, we'll be excited when, when we are watching these athletes play again. Well, as we wrap it up, you said earlier that Weber State, for the most part, for a better part of 22 years, has been a part of your life, so much so that you're, you're still here. And, and I guess, ultimately, what is it about Weber State that, that you love so much? You know, from the very beginning, I was always impressed with, with the people, you know, the athletic department staff and the staff in the, in the departments on campus that I worked with. I, I don't, I never remember having a, a negative experience interacting with somebody or, or an experience where I felt less than or, or anything like that. So just, it's a great community. It's a great place. I love the outdoors. I love the access to the trails. So the location is phenomenal. Um, but you know what, it's just, it just kind of became a part of, of what was important to me. I actually grew up in the shadows of Utah State in Logan and um, nothing against that university. I come from a family of Aggies, but this Weber State always spoke to me and this is just my institution and it's the place that I've, I've been happy and I'm, and I'm just really excited to be able to continue on uh, in this role because it's a place I'm happy to be. 